Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please connect with me on YouTube and TikTok at mystic underscore Farron. And you can find me on Instagram at Farron. And my website is Farron.me. Grab an apple and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Thank you for listening to Hungry for Apples podcast with Farron. Today, we're talking about awareness, energy awareness. Have you ever felt uneasy walking into a room full of people or walking down the street? Out of nowhere, you feel somehow nervous. And the only thing which has shifted is the energy around you or you moved into it and now your ears are perking up to an unfamiliar sensation. This, my friend, is a growth in awareness or an opportunity to do so. One of the ways we can become more attuned to our environment is to understand these signals and sensations and to learn to work with them. In doing so, you're creating a new connection to a very old portion of the human's energy body. In order to refine this awareness or connection, one would need to be extremely accustomed to how their body responds to all kinds of stimulus, from color to texture and sound, etc and to go about experiencing each of those individually, creating an understanding of how it reflects on the body. This is where energy centers would come in, you know, chakras, nadis, all of that. But you don't have to go that route, to be honest, you don't have to. It is very helpful though, if you do at some junctures. The one thing to watch out for with the chakra system in particular is that it is highly connected to shadow work, at least at this juncture and the timing and the way that people are teaching it right now. And I don't believe that you have to go about that particular style of shadow work because it's more about psychology than it is about yoga and energy connection to consciousness. Just a little side note there. So you would want to get to know how your body, how your energy centers work, regardless of your view of where the information is coming from. That's what I'm getting at. Another main portion would be to explore the interpersonal relationship you carry. What your experience is will have grown with your new awareness. It is likely that you'll be able to explore how you feel around others and how others physically express themselves around you via body language, volume, and so on. As well, how you respond to it. Simply aware. Watch. Witness. All of this leads to intuition, trusting it and developing this particular connection. 
a large portion of our inherent energy awareness is, is tied to our fight or flight mechanism of response. Re react versus respond. Let me say that again. React versus respond has eclipsed the division of sensations and leans on a more intuitive response to a feeling as in, you know, a gut feeling, which is likely the end result of a series of overlooked or possibly misunderstood or miscategorized sensations. So what I'm saying is something, there's a series of things that happen that you might miss that would trigger the gut feeling in your body. And because you're accustomed to that gut feeling, you are aware of that possibility. But there's a whole series of other things that could happen around that in order to make that awareness even possible. Those times when you're minding your business, working away, or whatever it is, roller skating even, and you get this feeling that you're being watched. You shrug it off, but it's still there. So eventually you look up and someone has their eyes looking back at you. What was that? Did you actually feel their gaze? This is the ancient part, which I feel we are in the process of bringing back into use at this time. There are a number of reasons and timeframes in human history in which this could have been very useful and was. And as time went on, this sense combination took a bit of a nap. As prey, whether of animals or other people, but even further back, I'd ponder this as a method of communication even, silent, energetic, thought-based, heart-propelled communication. I'd considered that some cultures very much still carry this method, more so than others, simply based on location and lived experience. This helpful quote or saying, I don't know which one to call it because it's not like I'm quoting anybody. I've just heard it said so many times is in particular for people that are into a physical practice. And it goes like this. The mind gives out before the body. I've heard this in all different orientations and shifting of words, but it comes down to the same basic concept. The mind is going to talk you out of something or make the attempt or it can make the attempt long before the body is ready to release any of that stuff whether it's to stop the exercise or to complete the emotional release or to you know whatever it is okay back to the show But to bring this home into the now, what would be in the way for, you know, the average person? 
what would get in the way of you being able to experience these sensations? First and foremost, I believe it's emotions misunderstood, belief systems out of whack, and not understanding the breath and body relationship. When I was in one of my teacher trainings, my teacher Stephanie had us test this out. And this is what she had us do. Now, first of all, you can do this. Just don't be a creeper, okay? You would go to a coffee shop or a cafe. You would sit in a table by yourself behind somebody, not right behind, you know, a few tables behind. Again, don't be a creeper. And you just sit there looking at the back of their head. Eventually, that person is going to turn around. Feel free to test it out. See what happens. Get back to me. Here are some main ways to begin to be energy aware. Okay. To improve or deepen this connection to your energy body, you will want to start by becoming very aware of how and why your body is functioning the way that it does. How are you moving around? How are you breathing? And then you'll want to create practices for yourself to become more energy aware and give yourself some time to let them sink into your life and become very entwined. You know, you don't have to wait forever, but definitely don't just have a practice for a week and then, you know, take all of that for gold. Give yourself some time to really let it sink in. So what kind of practice am I talking about? Any kind of physical practice and meditation. So a breathing practice, a meditation practice, yogic asana, running, jump rope, whatever it is, with very, just be as consistent as you can. And the third thing that I want to bring up is notice how you treat yourself and the people around you on a very regular basis. Everyone, not just the yoga teacher or the bus driver, every single person. You don't, that doesn't mean you have to interact with every person verbally, right? But you're walking around just by being present, you're having an interaction. So notice what that's like. These are ways that you can keep to yourself and learn how this works, or at least begin to learn how you energetically interact with the environment around you. How are you speaking to the people? How are you moving around? Are you standing up tall, walking from your heart? Or are you looking down at the ground? Are you saying hello to anybody? Are you ignoring people? You know, just notice what you're doing and how it affects you what sensations come up in your body and if you've ever named an emotion that goes with that be careful that you don't just start lumping everything together in that way there are many more emotions available than most people realize are emotions because we habitually have stacked them together and I think this is partially why people struggle to actually feel 
their feelings. Um, yeah, but we all know that that's what I think. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or if you have any suggestions as to a topic you'd like to hear me cover, please email me at hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. And we are going to have a new website for the podcast soon. I'm very excited. Thank you again for being here. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us. And have a great day. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.